Greetings, greetings, impactors. How are you doing on today? Those of you who are ready to be made and not mad. This is Cindrica LaJane here, your favorite global project leader and faith speaker. So today I want to share with you all about discerning and not despairing. Discerning and not despairing. Those of you and most of my followers, if not all of them, are people of faith. That means that you believe in God, in Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And if you don't, then you have some type of spiritual connection, some type of strength within you that pushes you to move forward. And so today is actually going to be more of a internal inspection type of teaching. Okay. That's going to help push you forward. Now I will share with you that I studied this teaching and I was studying this teaching actually while it seemed like a gospel concert was going on. Everyone else around me were worshiping and praising. Um, yet God had me actually looking at this scripture and reading it and then moving to different references. I could not tear myself away from it. And so I want to share with you guys today is a very familiar passage, Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5, Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5. I'm actually reading from the Life Application Study Bible and it reads, do not judge so that you will not be judged for in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured unto you. Meaning the whole standard that you hold other people to the expectations that you have for others around you, that same level or bar that you've set for them. God says he will also set that bar for you. Meaning if you're expecting everybody else around you, to act, speak, behave, move in perfection 100% without any mistakes, you better know that God will expect the exact same for you. Verse three, why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but you don't notice the own log that is within your own? Verse four, but how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye and behold the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. See, it's very simple. We often dislike those things in other people because they remind us of the ugliness within ourselves. We don't want to admit to it, but it is what it is. There are certain type of behaviors and exposures that we all have had. And quite honestly, it does not rub us the best way. Have you ever, those of you who are parents, sometimes you can look at your child and they'll do or say something and it reminds you of someone is very, very familiar to you and you just can't put your pen on it. And one day you could be driving down the street, buying groceries or at work and all of a sudden a light bulb comes on. 
that thing that you don't like about your kid, it's that same thing that reminds you of yourself. Maybe when you were a kid or even on today, you've realized that you've passed on maybe not your best trait to your own child. Well, that's the same thing in our relationship with other people. It's very easy to pass judgment upon someone else. It's very easy to see where other people have faltered. It's very easy to see other people's laziness and procrastination, yet it's very very difficult to see our own and that's human nature but what the word tells us is this you cannot expect other people to move and live to one expectation yet hold yourself to another expectation that is not of a righteous person that is not of someone who has a compassionate heart that is not from someone who has a heart of forgiveness that is not a great leadership trait Okay, if you are leaders and I know that you are because you're listening to this broadcast, I only attract leaders. I only attract people who truly, truly believe in righteousness, people who are looking to not only enhance in their careers, but they just want to be super amazing. They're above average individuals. And so if you're listening to this broadcast, I want to share with you today that often, once again, the things that we see in other people for them to change, it really, really takes A serious individual who believes in professional development, who believes in personal growth, who believes in getting to the next level, despite what's going on around you, despite what you've heard, despite what it looks like. It doesn't matter. It says here that if you find it very, very easy to magnify others faults, yet you can excuse your own. If you're super, super quick to criticize someone else, then you need to check yourself to see if you, in fact, deserve the same criticism. And I'll share with you, I recently had an incident to occur where I literally had to go to someone because I realized I had made an error in judgment. And I'm not afraid to say that you will hear every leader, every successful person who has ever done anything with their lives, who've ever made an impact. And that's what we're about. We're about impact, not just making change, but impactful change. See, change happens all around us all the time. We got a new president in the United States. That was a change. And I will tell you that the impact from that change hasn't been the best. But when you're looking to make positive impact, you have to make sure that your change is very strategic. So I literally had to make a decision and I had to go back and apologize for a lapse in judgment because I realized that I had not been 100% fair to someone. And so I want to share with you on today that when we are living in our lives, whether you're a business owner, whether you work in corporate America, whether you're a parent, okay, um, or or a stay-at-home mom, or just starting out, or a college student, whoever you are, wherever you are right now, I want to challenge you to be discerning and not despair. So when I had to apologize, I will tell you, it's very humbling, When you are someone 
who typically does things the right way all the time or most of the time, okay? Many of us would say we do things right all the time and then others would say, well, they do them right some of the time or most of the time. But it's a humbling experience when you realize you yourself have committed with all of your education, with all of your experience, with all of your knowledge, with all of your exposures. Um, If you're a person of wealth, with all of your assets, you can still make a mistake. You can still miss an opportunity. You can still falter, but move forward. And this is how you do it. So I have a few steps for you guys. Five steps to help you discern and not despair. Number one, when you have passed judgment or criticize someone, and let me share something on criticize. That doesn't mean that you stop using your critical thinking skill. God wants us to be discerning, but not to be negative. Number one, you have to own your mess. Own it. Recognize that you messed up. Own it. Don't lie. Don't run away from it. You have to own that thing. Let me share something with you. Every leader has messed up and every real leader who has made impactful change has stepped up to the plate and said, I messed up. They owned it. Only, 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 only those, and and I'm trying to think of the word, I don't use this word, so it's escaping me right now, but only those who do not have courage, meaning they lack courage, they lack boldness, okay? There are people that always shrink away from a fight. These are people who throw a rock and hide their hand. They're looking around like you as though they didn't just throw a rock to hit somebody in the back of the head or to try to make somebody fall down, okay? It's called cowards. They are cowards. Only cowards don't own their mess. You know what cowards do? Cowards will blame other people. Cowards are going to lie. They're not going to be honest. They're not going to stand up. They're not going to step forward. They're going to shrink. They're going to lie. They're going to try to hide their hand. Okay. And that is not who you are when you are a person of faith and you are an impactful leader of change. So number one, how do you discern and not despair Even when you're in a rocky situation, even when you're frustrated, even when it looks like all chips are down, you own your mess. Number two, you confess to it. Hey, you know what? I messed up. I own this. I take the responsibility. I take the accountability. Number three, apologize if necessary. Okay. If something has happened If you have impacted a group of people, one individual, or if you have changed a course and someone has been harmed from it, it is your duty to apologize to them. Now, I know people who say, I never say I'm sorry. I never apologize. Well, I feel sorry for you. Because the word tells us that we should repent. And it also says that we should have a spirit of forgiveness. And that's not all the time for other people. But let me tell you, if you are a leader and a person of faith, meaning people look up to you, people follow you. If you have done wrong to someone and you are representing Jesus Christ, you are representing a company, you are representing a brand, and you do not go back and make it right with them, not only have you ruined your testimony or your reputation, you have also ruined the reputation of your company, your organization, and Jesus Christ, which you represent and stand for, okay? 
And you know, the Lord does not take that easy. And I'm sure your brand isn't as well. So you cause harm. You will lose money. You will lose respect. You will lose opportunities. You will lose clients. So you want to apologize. We're talking about how to discern and not despair. Number four, you got to move forward. You can't continue to dwell on, I made this mistake. Woe is me. What are people going to think about me now? How are they going to view me? Honey, listen, once you have walked the steps, you have owned your mess, you have confessed it, you have apologized. Now, you, and you, it was a sincere apology. It wasn't anything fake or phony that you were trying to do for attention or anything like that. But it was a sincere apology. God says that you must move forward. Okay. You have to walk with your head up. You've made reparations. Now move forward. Take that lesson under your belt and never do it again. Whatever it was that caused you to feel that way against other people, your dislike of them. Maybe it's how they speak, how they walk, their personality. You know, there is, as the word says here, verses one through two, if you judge other people, you too shall also be judged by that same standard. So in a sense, there is something within another person that is quite similar or familiar to yourself. That is why you disagree with them. Maybe they're doing it better. Maybe they're doing it not as great as you, but yet they're still getting props for it. They're still getting promoted for it. They're still getting the attention. Or maybe you're doing the work and they're getting the glory. Hallelujah. How many has that? testimony. Okay. So many people have that testimony where they've done the work, but other people have received the credit. Let me share something with you. You don't worry about that. Every good tree bears good fruit. Every bad tree bears bad fruit. It actually says here, Matthew uh, chapter seven, verse 18, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. That verse right there, verse 19, every tree that does not bear good fruit, you don't have to worry about people taking credit for the things that you do because God is a promoter. Hallelujah. It may appear that right now they're moving forward, but baby, if they're not doing anything, if they're not doing it to your degree, God has a way, hallelujah, of moving you and taking you to another position, another place, another company, another opportunity that's not only going to blow your gifts up as well as your paycheck. Hallelujah. Unless you are a monk, you're not working for free. You have bills, you have responsibility, you have things and people who count on you. Hallelujah. God knows how to bless you right where you are. If he doesn't move you, he will move them. Glory to God. You guys know I shared a testimony on that before, but those four things, how to discern and not despair one on your mess, confess it, apologize, then you've got to move forward. And the fifth thing, after you've done that, you're going to be able to rebound from your mistakes. So even though 
You maybe have been a little bit too critical or too negative and it did not increase your situation or your circumstance, but made it worse. If you follow those first four steps, your fifth step is going to be a rebound, baby. You guys know in basketball, when there's a shot to be made and then the ball that drops from the basket, whoever gets that baby, that's the rebound. Whoever gets that ball, now the ball is in their court. So if you get the ball after it's dropped, through the basket that means that you got your next opportunity to get it right and so you can always rebound from a mistake but you cannot rebound from a mirage okay I didn't mean to preach to you guys on today this morning but let me break that down let me say it again you can rebound rebound from a mistake but you cannot rebound from a mirage meaning you've got to be real with yourself on who you are whose you are and what your purpose is what is your mission who are you what does your character say about you do you have morals okay what is your work ethic know who you are don't think you are a superstar and really you not okay if you're lazy own that know who you are don't live in a fantasy world you can always rebound from a mistake when you own your stuff you accept it you recognize you apologize and you move forward but if you're living in a mirage something that's truly not real something that appears to be something but it isn't you cannot rebound from that so people of god i hope this word has been encouraging for you today that even though you have faltered even though you may have passed judgment in the past it doesn't matter if it was five days ago five weeks ago five months ago five minutes ago five seconds ago on your thoughts ask for forgiveness of that if you need to apologize go to a person face to face do not email them text them if you think they have an anger issue or someone might be harmed if there's a face-to-face -face encounter then yeah maybe a written word would be most appropriate always protect yourselves but I want you to know don't despair don't hold shame don't hold yourself hostage that way it's not called being hypocritical when you are a person of God and you make a mistake having a weakness of faith baby ain't hypocritical that just means your faith is weak your faith is weak Maybe you need to spend more devotional time with Jesus Christ. Maybe that's more personal time in your closet. Maybe that's you reading the word, being exposed to more spiritual activities versus carnal activities. So let's check that. You do not allow guilt and shame to hold you hostage because that is not of God. So people of God, this has been your word on today. Remember to discern and not despair. This has been your life changing word. So be blessed.